Hello everyone, welcome to You, Me, Them, Everybody. My name is Brandon Weatherby. This episode with Allison Lane is about two recent pieces in the Washington Post, the first on Black Lives Matter Plaza, quieter crowds, and yoga as DC starts to reclaim the street, and maybe a little bit more focus is paid on the second piece that we discussed. It's an op-ed on the eve of John Lewis's death, a cruel Supreme Court blow to his legacy. If you saw this piece in the Washington Post, you may notice that Allison Lane is actually the subject of the photo that accompanies the op-ed. So that is what we discuss. Things are not great right now, so that's why we have set up a Patreon account for this show. You can find that on youmethemeverybody.com in the About page, or you could find it in the podcast description link if you're listening to this in iTunes or on the site. If you're listening to this on Spotify, thank you. Go to youmethemeverybody.com for more information. Here's Allison. You are in the, I don't know if you're in the print edition, but on the Washington Post website, people can see you in a vigil photo. Mm -hmm. And yesterday, uh, the 20th, I asked you, hey, did you read this other article about the same location? So which one do you want to start with? Do you want to start with on Black Lives Matter Plaza or do you want to start with opinion uh, on the eve of John Lewis's legacy, a cruel Supreme Court blow to his legacy? Let's start with how we we started this conversation with the okay. yoga one. Okay. So the yoga one was in the Washington Post as of yesterday, roughly 24 hours ago at 11 a.m. Uh, this is about uh, how 14th and the streets around 14th near the White House, Black Lives Matter Plaza, have changed dramatically since the murder of George Floyd. Uh, yeah. This is the street that has... This is where the tear gas happened. One of the places where the tear gas happened. This is where the giant Black Lives Matter, uh, I guess, sign, mural uh, on the ground is that a lot of cities have emulated. And the article is saying that um, there's this uncomfortable uh, future with the street because it seems like at one point this was supposed to be about dialogue. And unfortunately, a little bit of, of it has turned into like, a marketplace and another unfortunate aspect of it is some people are coming to like view it as something to get an Instagram at and others are trying to have progressive social change and there's consistent conflict there. That's the article. Did I summarize that? Okay. I I mean that that's your interpretation. Yeah. Okay. What am I missing here? Because I felt like it was a place for black people to commune and it was an, an attempt to be a place for, people to protest and demonstrate. Um, But I think that a really weird, especially like a business standpoint, it does look like it's just like people just in the street doing whatever, just blocking off traffic. Mm -hmm. Um, As far as like commerce goes, that's a part of protest at this point. Black people doing Mm -hmm. whatever they want to do in Black Lives Matter way is kind of where I'm at about that. Um. There was a group that's actually doing yoga on Tuesdays and mm-hmm. Saturdays. They do a, sun, a sunset and a midnight yoga. And Black Lives Matter. And that's how they choose to protest. That's how they choose to demonstrate. Mm-hmm. Um, but that article, I think it was, I don't know, it seemed a little dismissive. To, or I'm sorry, dismissive to me. Of this, what protest looks like right now is a little uncertain and unclear. It's a little muddy. Nobody knows what it's actually supposed to look like. So do you feel like there was opinion expressed by the author in the article? I do. Why is that? 
because like why would you say that it's anything other than like it's it is what it is like i don't even well, that's the thing that's the question the the, the question the, uh, the author is posing is what is this now what was it then what is it going to be for example um i think the yoga thing is pretty important and self-care is a big part of life and, and it's been negated for most most people's lives but there's this quote by an activist, uh, Nahum Demos, 33. It feels like gentrification of the whole movement. Uh, said as the yoga class assembled on a portion of the plaza where the yellow letters spill out matter. Mm-hmm. I understand that could be good intentions, he said, but the road to hell is paved with good intention. <laughs> and he was volunteering not that long ago at the food stand uh, at this area until it was broken up by city inspectors. Yeah. So he had a he had a role in the movement as well. It's not like he's coming to take his Instagram. He's saying that the yoga is taking it too far. What do you think about that? I think the yoga is a, it's a radical demonstration of what mental health and prioritizing your health looks like. Um, Where black bodies are brutalized in this country and medical racism exists. And there's very little access to healthy options for black people. Amada Bori was literally killed for fucking jogging. Why not prioritizing health and mm-hmm. making it a demonstration? Why is that not a form of protest? Yeah, I agree. That's all. <laughs> it's pretty simple to me. And I think that that sentiment is actually expressed in the article. The author is just giving both sides of it. Sure. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm not a journalist, so I don't have to do that. But <laughs> no, no, I understand. I understand. Um, it seems like there's no good way to do this until you make it permanent where you make it a no cars on this street permanent piece of uh public space what do you think of my premise that's not in the article um i agree with you but i also have heard rumblings in the city that Meryl bowser is about to reopen the street yeah so there's that i mean we all knew i mean i don't know if we all knew that it was performative but i had deep suspicions i'm like all right cool bitch whatever Okay, we've talked about this a lot. What's wrong with performative things? Because performative things have swayed a lot of public opinion since ever. I mean, how is taking any not performative? That's incredibly performative, and that's incredibly effective, and it's changed a lot of people's minds. Because as a public figure that Meryl Bowser is, and Mm -hmm. her ability to make policy changes, it is pandering to just paint some shit on the street. Any street artist could have done that, and any... And honestly, if it was to be performative in a way that I thought would be a little bit more effective, perhaps like if like NAACP or perhaps some sort of other entity had decided to block off the street for a determined amount of time and they worked in conjecture with the city to do so, mm-hmm. that's something that I think would be effective because it's at least showing partnership that people are thinking and they're leading some sort of change. Muriel Bowser had the opportunity to close the street and make it a public, you know, park or some shit. I don't know. I, I'm not, I'm not a city planner. But I will say that I don't think that it was effective in performing her actual concern for black people in this city and the United States of America. Do you think that there could possibly be a uh, this is closed every weekend type of situation? This is our official um, like a farmer's official market? unofficial so, sort of like a farmer's market in a way. But instead of for farmer's markets, the protest space. If she did that, that or, would be that's a, that's a conversation she could have, but I don't think she is. Mm-hmm. 
would you like that, or do you think that would just be dismissive of it, and it's no different than protests during the Iraq War, where this is the official protest space and everywhere else is illegal? I, I You know, I don't know, because I'm still reading about, like, what's happening with that executive order that y'all shit-ass president put out about, you know, people disrupting monuments in that space and and being prosecuted mm-hmm, for mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. And like, so that's really going to hinder those talks being able to happen effectively. Mm-hmm. Let's move on to the other article really quick. This is an op-ed, so this is very different. The other piece is straight journalism by a Post reporter. This is opinion by the deputy page editor, but um, it's still an opinion piece. Now, you don't like the... What? I'm I'm sorry. Her opinion piece is just... It's, it is, it's laughable. Why is the on the eve of John Lewis's death a cruel Supreme Court blow to his legacy? Why is that laughable? Because she... The article reads as a, it's a, it's an interesting piece because, mm-hmm. and I, the only reason I'm really connected to it is because my picture is at the head of it. Yeah. So if you don't know how Allison looks, you still really won't know other than the fact that she is an in shape uh, black woman because <laughs> your face is technically it's there, but there's a mask on it and your head is pointed down and it's night. So not a lot of uh, details here. And I'm standing out there in the middle of a candlelight vigil that we organized to honor the mm-hmm. life of of uh, Representative John Lewis um, that was going to be before a yoga demonstration. And the reason why we wanted to do that was because we had said at the very beginning, we wouldn't be able to protest in our way of protest without John Lewis. Without John mm-hmm. Lewis's sacrifice of almost his entire life and dedicating the life that he was able to live to the promotion of black people. And as he says, very astutely, good trouble, being good trouble. You're really going to say, use this image of of my body out there celebrating what he's allowed for us to do to highlight the fact that the United States of America thwarted almost all of his efforts to make America equitable for black people. Like that just, I just felt like it was just so annoying. It's so annoying. Now, I get that that article and that that piece is meant for somebody else to understand and kind of give clarity to certain people about what it is to, like to deal with the Supreme Court and you know mm-hmm. have to you know address government issues and to work through policy to make equitable change. But as a person who has to live through that, I was just like, you used my image of me, <laughs> me trying to celebrate somebody's life and feeling really truly moved by by his his life honestly i was so sad that entire day i john lewis is incredible and mm-hmm. i was just like really you're gonna use that image of me to portray that message ma'am it's just not this is the most personal photo that i could be speaking of because you are literally the subject of the photo right yeah but you're not the only subject of the photo the other subject of the photo is john lewis because that's what it's about right yeah that's why so it's it's to even say what I'm going to say, I know is inherently offensive because to tell you how to feel is absurd. But from the reader's perspective, anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's still my show. Uh, great, from great, the reader's great. perspective, from the outsider's perspective, I think that what the post is doing here is saying that the this isn't over, and what these people are doing at this candlelight vigil to him, at these what these people are doing at Black Lives Matter Plaza matters especially because what he has done 
is being stripped away. Does that make sense? You're trying to... Did you just devil's advocate me? No, that's actually genuinely how I felt about the whole thing. It's This article made me incensed as well, but not because of... I thought it was perfectly well written, but because it was just such a good short way to say, like, this guy almost died on a bridge a long time ago and then was in a position of power for a very long time and tried his damnedest and stuff kept getting stripped away where we're almost at the level where it's not it's not as bad as when he was on the bridge in 65, but it's, like, not that far, right? Mm-hmm. And what you guys are doing is incredibly important, and I think that's what that article says. I just felt like she's highly... And like you said... America's failing him. America failed him. Yeah. That's the whole point of the article. Like, I'm just so over America. It was so... <laughs> I don't disagree. So, this is a question I've asked literally everyone in my sphere for the last month let's say you have a partner and that partner is not originally from the united states of america and you have dual in he or she has dual citizenship anywhere in the world pick pick your favorite country baby yeah so you would go i'm gone that's the thing about this i i feel the exact same way and it's not but 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 other part of me feels like i'm not being a patriot because like look at the sacrifices john lewis made and the other part of me wants to live. And a pandemic is nothing to joke about. Unless, well, you kind of have to joke about it too because you can go crazy. But you know what I mean here. I 100% know what you mean. So I made I think there's... At, um, I made a speech. I think this is also why I'm so pissed about it. And I understand what you're saying. But I made a speech like right before that picture was taken. Or I'm sorry, right after mm-hmm. it was taken. And I was talking about, and this is, this is going into what you're about to say, but like, um, there was a video that went around the day that John Lewis passed of him at the National Book Club receiving an award. And he's talking about him. Um, yes. I cry every time I talk about him. He's talking about being a child and not being denied the opportunity to have books to read. And being told that you're not shit as a child and still choosing to fight for people is huge. Mm-hmm being beat within an inch of your life and still choosing to fight for people and humanity is huge. I, I've only experienced the police brutality that I, I did last month in that capacity. And it scares me every day that all the attention that I'm getting, that I honestly thought that, like, if I ever got this sort of attention for shit like this, I'd be like, cool, let's burn this shit down and leave. But then I decided to start an organization that helps other people. And it's scary. To feel responsible for other people. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm I'm just feeling really inspired by John Lewis's life. And that's why that, that article really upset me. Because, I, I mean, you always have a choice to do... Um, You always have a choice to side with evil and be evil too. Oh my god. But he didn't. And that's why I find it so that article's so just depressing. Oh. So. Absolutely. Yeah. It is an incredibly depressing article. <sighs> but I know this you probably don't want to hear this, but like the reason why they ran that photo, the reason why they have a bunch of young people with you in front. 
is like that's the kicker. That's the like don't give up hope photo at the top. Mm. That's the continuation of the legacy. It's hard, man. It's hard. Like that that realization of what his life was just it was hard and that article was just my goodness. Perhaps I'll get to a point where I can see it that way, but because I'm in the thick of it and I see a lot of what I want to do in him, I don't see it that way yet. Mm-hmm. I just can't. I can't. With America just failing us at every turn and like I'm I'm helping organize a protest for a 14-year-old this weekend. She's incredible. She's like, all she wants to do is like learn how to fight racism and she's sorting through all these insecurities that we have as like adults, but like talking to a 14 year old about it is fascinating. I don't even know where to begin with like how eye opening it is, but to be 14 and organizing a protest to fight for your humanity. Can you fucking imagine? Uh, What are the details? Is this weekend you said? It's this weekend, but like, she shouldn't have to do that. She should be, I mean, it's already bad enough she's dealing with a pandemic. She should be at home, I don't know, fucking playing Fortnite or some shit. I don't know. Not learning how to organize to fight for her humanity and setting up that sort of leadership skill for the rest of her life. She's really taken on a role to be an adult as a child. You know, I don't, I, does that make sense? She should. It absolutely makes sense. Kid. It's both. It's. That's right. You're a hundred percent right. It, we really take that privilege for granted, of of what it is to, to be free. In a, in America. So. I, I, that's why that article is just. I'm like, it's so depressing to me, and then my image being on top of him. I mean, my ankles look great. (laughs) Well, I'm going to clearly end it there.